0: Hi, I'm Mags DePetris. Welcome to Confessions of a Recovering, Micromanaging, Perfectionist Martyr, my blog-turned podcast. Over the last few decades, I've learned how to stop bad-girling myself, and the strategies I've developed have led to a loving family life I honestly didn't even know existed. I wanna share all those lessons with you. So without further ado, it's time for Confessions. The fear of embracing my blessings, what my magical thinking could do to my family. Recently, I was challenged to think about why, after years and years, I hold on to the same old issues. The question was posed to me like this, how is this issue serving you? Friends, it takes brutal honesty to admit that you might actually be perpetuating certain problems in your life because in some way, your life is served by having those problems. My perpetual issues provide a false sense of protection. While that might sound cliche, my issues aren't protection for me, but for those I love. I have a genuine, self-diagnosed fear of abundance. In my mind, consciously or unconsciously, when I focus on my issues rather than my blessings, I maintain an illusion of security that my problems create an invisible barrier around my family. Giving problems more attention than they deserve is a way for me to delude myself by thinking that the universe will see that I'm already plagued by overwhelming obstacles, so it won't further punish me by wreaking havoc on my family. Does this nutty superstitious thinking resonate with anyone else? My therapist calls my belief that something I say or do will jinx someone I love magical thinking. We discovered this when I wanted to talk about all my blessings, but was overcome by emotion when I tried to speak. I was forced to explain, when I fixate on what's not going well, we're safe. When I even think about all of my abundance, I feel like the act of speaking it out loud will bring harm to my family. And even worse, it will be my fault. I experienced a ton of clarity around magical thinking when my brother Tucker passed away unexpectedly at 44 years old. At that time, even with all of my grief, it felt effortless for me to focus on the abundance in my life. Why? Because the unimaginable had just happened. We were safe. At least for a little while. Team confessioners know that I'm not going to stand idly by while denying both myself and my family true happiness. Next week, I'd like to share with the team how I may have found the magical tool to break out of this specific thought cage once and for all. Be sure to tune in next week. And if you also feel like you suffer from the fear of abundance, check out the link in the show notes to a post I wrote back in July of 2020, Fear of Abundance, What's in the Way of Enjoying My Life?